After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to After School Special Podcast. I'm not going to say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try to be as inclusive as possible. So, everyone, welcome. Anything, welcome, whoever and whatever you are. Today, we are talking about road trips, the quintessential Americana. Well, sometimes not Americana because, you know, you got other types of road trips. Road trips have been going on since the beginning of time. Moses, that's a big road trip right there. Wasn't it 40 years? 40 years in the wilderness. Yep. That was that was a pretty long road trip. But we're also talking about not only our memories of road trips, but our favorite road trip movies. And just trying to get the conversation started. For me, I always imagined road trip, like any road trip that you would go on as a kid would almost be like a Ken Burns documentary. And you're writing home to someone like at least when I was driving to Vegas. And Mm -hmm. I'll get into that a little bit later. But it's like today you get the ken burns music playing i'm gonna make this hard for don dear annie how i miss you i'm here stuck at a holiday inn in des moines iowa i'm living off of cracker barrel uh, red lobster biscuits and denny's moons over miami oh Oh, how i long to be with you again you set in the scene you set in the scene But it's a genre within itself, but it also, you know, is our memories for us. I would say some of the best memories. But, John, we got you for a little bit today. I know you got to take off here in a second. But I wanted to get your story and your movie and and why that is your favorite road trip and road trip movie. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my story first. So coming from a middle class family I didn't do many road trips, but the ones that I did do were memorable for me. One that stands out for me the most as a family, we went to Wheels Inn in Canada, which was a resort which had a water slide, outdoor, indoor pool, a big mini putt-putt golf area, and it, it was the so-called wheel of wheels in was a gorilla in a safari outfit. That's what it was. That's what it was. I, that was, I remember the mini golf course that had him at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I believe that was wheel of wheels. (laughs) Then I remember going, I have a lot of photos from that and it was fun. My baby brother, because I only had one, That was the family road trip that I remember the most. And it was a fun place to be. I'll tell you an experience that I had. So my time there was spent going to the water slide. And at that time, I was afraid of swimming because I I didn't like that feeling of drowning, being pushed under the water. My dad was like, come here, I'm going to show you something. And I was like, "Okay, cool. So my dad was in the water swimming and he grabbed me and he pulled me under and took me to the other side of the thing. I was screaming and hollering. He's like, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> he was trying to teach me how to swim. And I didn't really learn how to truly swim until I was 20, 22. 
I didn't learn how to swim until then. At least you know but, how to uh, swim, John. I don't know how to swim. I know how to drown. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I, an expert. I, w- I was in shit, a. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was in a swimming class for the YMCA, and it was on the east side of Detroit. I almost drowned in that class, and my dad didn't jump in to get me. I was so mad at him because he was there sitting watching the <laughs> class. Did he do the line where it's like, you're alive, aren't you? And he said, I wasn't no jumping in to get wet. <laughs> That's what he told me. But yeah, I did that. Oh, man. I miss my dad because of all these memories. Like, bringing this up is funny. Yeah, but this is what road trips are all about. So that's one of the road trips that I remember going on as a family with my mom, my dad, and my brother. And we had a blast. I remember my mom took the infamous photo of me and my brother in the tub together. And I burned it later on. I was like, I'm not letting that become. Oh, come on, John. I burned it later on. No, I wasn't going to go let on Let us Twitter. post it on our, <laughs> let us post it on our social media. No, come on. I don't have it. I, I, I burned that. But yeah, that's what happened. My next road trip I bring up is one that I did with just my dad. Well, that one was a track and field road trip. We did a lot of track and field road trips that required us to go to Virginia, Ohio, and some other places. And I wasn't popular in middle school so or junior high. I was not popular. Like, everyone made fun of me. Everyone, like, teased me. I was like this bony kid, big head bony kid. I could not get anyone on my side to save my life. But my dad was funny and charismatic, and he knew how to fight back. He would crack jokes on the people who were cracking jokes on me and they would laugh and he would crack jokes on their parents and they would laugh. He was just very charismatic on these road trips. Everyone would join in on these trips to get him to crack jokes on them. And he would do that. This is road trip road trips in the city of Detroit. uh, No, no road trips to Virginia and Ohio. Damn, you were getting bullied cross state. These were my track mates. These were people that I ran oh. track with from the city. And uh, they gave me such a hard time. Fuck those people. Long, yeah. Long story short, it made me stronger. But it was a fond memory of my dad just breaking the ice. And over time, these people started being friendly to me because they were like, is your dad coming on the next trip? Is your dad coming? So your was dad like, was yeah, more yeah. popular than you? Oh. Yo, yeah, he was, man. Yeah, he was. Oh, so, uh, but... That was my saving grace, just my dad being there. And my dad packing for road trips was fun. He would get a big cooler. He would go buy turkey and salami and make these cold cut sandwiches, put them on a bed of ice with bottles of water, a couple sodas and some chips. And we would have that for the road trip. And everybody wanted to get a sandwich and stuff like that. So we would be on these big charter buses going cross country with that big fat cooler of snacks. And we didn't have to really stop and grab any food. But when we did stop, you know, it was like for a big meal. But yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. I'm trying to think of any other road trips that I might. I'll tell you one. All right. So we were getting ready to leave for one road trip for a track event in Ohio and 
my dad couldn't go because he was working that weekend. So I was like, damn, man, you know, I really want my dad to go. And everybody was looking forward to him going. And as the bus was pulling off, I hear this car blaring a horn going. (laughs) And it was my my father coming from Four Bears Water Park because he worked there on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had drove all the way from Utica to Detroit, like double fast to catch me before I left. And the bus stopped. And he came on the bus. He had on a Four Bears polo shirt with barbecue sauce slathered on it because he had been (laughs) grilling barbecue. And he liked to make his own shorts. So he would cut shorts out of jeans. So he would make his own shorts. Yeah, Yeah, so he would make his own shorts. Looking like Bruce Banner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he had the threads hanging from the Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That got popular again in like 2004. I had a pair. Yeah, yeah. So you bought a pair that already looked like that? No, 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 no. I I cut mine yeah, as well. Yeah, he cut his. And he had a Gucci, a uh, Gucci. He had a bucket hat on, a tan bucket hat. And he came on the bus and he's like, where's my boy at? And I was like, I'm right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we met in the middle of the aisle and he gave me like this big hug. He's like, you go have fun, man. You go have fun. Aww. And I remember that. And, it, and I've never forgotten that. Like everyone was like, man, your, your dad's so cool. I was like, even if dressed like crap, everyone was like, your dad is is the coolest. How old were you? I was, let's see, maybe 13, 14. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was a fond memory. And you were about to go where again? Ohio. I was going to a track meet in Ohio. Damn. For how long? Yeah, I was going to do it. It was just for a couple of days. Wow, he did yeah. all that. I don't know if I would have done that shit. But like, all right, man. Well, yeah, yeah, we're in the, we're yeah. in the age of cell phones. I was like, I just text your ass. Like, hey, man, have fun. I know we didn't have <laughs> cell phones like that back no. then. I mean, no. they were more flip phones that were functioning in one capacity. Like, I don't even think texting was popular back then. I think it was more like paging people, right? The cool people might have had like yeah. high school around definitely junior year i started to notice more people with flip phones nokia phones the that's razor. when i saw the razor oh if you had a razor oh man you were the shit razors used to be like cold as hell and then like early college years they had those chirp phones those uh next yeah. chirps my first phone my first because i asked my dad for a cell phone he's like all right and I wanted the Nokia, the small Nokia yeah. with the faceplate that changes out. He bought me a Sony Ericsson, that hmm. big fat black phone. And boy, did they <laughs> let me have it at school. <laughs> that thing. That was the cartel was like, phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, a, yeah, the big phone, the big huge Ericsson, like the satellite phone. The fucking Pablo you know, Escobar over that. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have ripped it. That would have been funny as hell. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck are you Dude, doing? They gave me such a hard time. I was like, damn, what you mean bringing me this phone, man? I can't have this phone. <laughs> yeah. With the fat battery, not the slim oh, battery. With Jesus. the fat battery. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, man, it wasn't much I could do about that. Did and you my guys... dad was like, give me that phone. And he ended up giving me a Nokia for me. Do you have yeah, any of that, that on was... your uh, road trips? No, no, no. I didn't have a cell phone on a road trip at all. I didn't really get into cell phones till in high school, but I didn't do that many road trips then, except for one. I did the NAACP Black College Tour. Oh, yeah. And 
And that's when they told you to leave your cell phone at home and everyone brought it. And I was the only idiot that listened. <laughs> so my girlfriend at the time was losing it. She's like, why didn't you bring your cell phone? I was trying to get a hold of you. Da, 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 and I never brought it. I had like 15 voicemails from her. George Costanza voicemail. <laughs> from her. <laughs> she, she lost it. She lost it. My mom was like, I think you need to dump her. She's like way too controlling. And then I did dump her. And then fast forward, she looks amazing. And oh. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> getting Like dumped, before I got married, like fast forward, yeah. Getting dumped yeah. and dumping people is just the worst. It's a gamble, dude. It's a gamble it's, because. Yeah. I've always won those gambles, though. Yeah. You ride out the crazy and they develop into this beautiful person or you stick with them. And they still look like a sack of potatoes by the time you're done, you know. So, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that, that that's a road trip in itself. As far as do you, yeah, do you stay or do you go? Do you do you ride out the crazy, or do you just you know be in the crazy and then yeah, yeah they become. I love the crazy man. I love it. I'm all over the crazy. Doesn't crazy like me, but I like the crazy I don't. Too. I don't. Crazy it doesn't work for me, me, man. Yeah, they do. Crazy I don't, <laughs> I, it doesn't work for me, man. It's a consensus, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. No, no, it's. I, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I should reword that. I I don't love crazy. Crazy, absolutely, <laughs> is obsessed with me. Mm. Obsessed, and then occasionally I do get a normal person, and then they realize, oh, you're crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, I was just on the like uh, the, the low the low end of the spectrum of crazy, and yeah, I think yeah, no, Aaron, you're crazy. You're you're like mid level, mid level. I don't know. Oh, uh, well, no, actually, yeah, I was gonna say you know a lot of well, both of you know a lot of my demons and everything. So, but it's fun, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah, else do but, you want to go party with other than me? Well, and then yeah, afterwards. We'll get a pizza and then I'll cry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the crazy I can handle. I can't handle. I knew a guy and I still know him. We're good friends to this day from the service. And this dude was crazy. He would drink like a fifth of Kentucky bourbon. And Fuck. he was like a cannonball, man. Like he would. You couldn't stop him. He was a juggernaut when he got drunk. Like when he got <laughs> drunk, once he got in motion, he stayed in motion. Nothing could stop him. That's the guy you would have to Air Force was like, hey, make sure you put that's your wing, man. When he needs someone to lean on, you know, you're the one he leans on. So, you know, literally he's leaning on you and you can barely keep him up because of all this force of motion that he's going through. I remember one time he slept in a reservoir. His girlfriend came to visit the base we were staying at in Louisiana. Yeah. And he was in an alligator reservoir and he was sleeping down there. What the fuck? And, uh, they could, yeah, that dude was wild, man. He he would do stuff like that. He would do stuff. Well, like, you they have to find imagine the girl that he was with had to be at least on the same level of crazy. Like who who can stay in a person? Oh yeah, like that? they. That's not the girl he was with is not the woman that he married. So oh. it's, so he was with this girl. They didn't stick it out. He ended up marrying a different woman who's right on the same page with him. Yeah. And they are living happily ever after. So I'm happy for In, them. In a Crazy drunken enough. stupor. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, babies, you liking the show? Well, thanks. Leave a five-star rating and a comment, please. Do you want to see the guys' faces? Well, they got YouTube videos. 
It comes out every Wednesday before the episode comes out on Friday. You can watch this podcast on any major platform you listen to. Rate five stars and comment. Thanks, babies. But let me roll into my movie. So the movie I picked as a road trip, I thought everyone would get into, even though I hated the ending, but it was kind of how it should have been was Easy Rider. This year, the judges of the Cannes Film Festival presented the award Best Film by a New Director to Easy Rider. It's the story of a man who went looking for America and couldn't find it anywhere. Easy Rider stars Peter Fonda. Also starring Dennis Hopper, the award-winning director of Easy Rider. Co-starring Jack Nicholson. Easy Rider. So Easy Rider is a road trip movie directed by Dennis Hopper from 1969. And it had Mr. Fonda in it, Peter Fonda, Jack Nicholson, and Dennis Hopper. And it's a, a road of trip movie. for the Fonda. It's Mr. Fonda. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Fonda. Mr. Fonda. So it stars Peter Fonda as Captain America and a hippie named Billy, played by Hopper, and their lawyer companion, George Jack Nicholson, as they're traveling cross country. But they didn't meet George till later. And it's just surreal how they're being treated. You know, it's counterculture. Like these guys are rock stars to the young girls that they run into, but to the older people they're just like long-haired bums and hippies hippies. yeah no good scoundrels that do the devil's reefer so hey there is absolutely nothing wrong with that no it's not like if you're sitting there and you're smoking the uh peter piper the the peter piper i have no problem with you i've always been i've never done drugs or we for that matter. But I've always been fascinated with we culture because here in California is really big. The pipes, the dabs. Oh yeah. Uh, I won't do just... the dabs. What the hell is that? <laughs> like the, the um, like the dabs? The, no, yeah, the, the dabs. oh no, the dabs. The dabs. What is Yeah, I don't I don't know that? the full detail of so I don't know what it is, but I know some it's, people who do dabs. Yeah, it's more or less you're heating up wax. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain way you do it, and it just fills up the chamber, and it's just like, warm, and, yeah. and then you're you're done. You're, wow. you're and this guy, is doing, this guy is doing a blowtorch to the bottom of the yeah. glass. He's heating it up, and it's this blowtorch going, warm as he's heating it up. <laughs> it's like a full, full-on, like, <laughs> like imagine... <laughs> Like the dwarves of Middle Earth heating up this <laughs> wax. I didn't know Jack Nicholson uh, was in this movie. Yeah, he was the. I. It really bugged me when they killed him. So. Oh, gets, spoiler alert! Oh, sorry, man. It's like fifty years old now. Yeah, yeah. He he got <laughs> shot. He got shot or beat to death. I think by these rednecks. I haven't watched up, it in a while. I can't actually remember. That movie oh, yeah, sucked, dude. They were tra- dude, it made me so mad. They traveling across country with this drug money, trying to have some fun. These two rednecks, toothless rednecks, end up pulling up on the side of the bikers and blasting them. And it was just like a shitty ending. That's to, the end? Uh, oh yeah, that's the end. Ah, that's how it d- ends. Ah, Jesus. 
Well, there goes my weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie, dude. I watched Easy Rider's going to uh... take you all weekend. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, fellas, we're in this generation where we watch things in parts. We don't watch fucking things hours at a time. I was going to watch dude. Like 30 minute increments. I am. I don't know about you, man. I binge stuff all the time. Guess what I'm binging right now? Degrassi. Degrassi, the first one or the, guy, the next Grassi generation? Next generation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you now? Mm-hmm. Me and Annie, 14 seasons. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's not the one oh, with Drake, man. is it? It's That's the one with Drake. Ain't That's the one with Drake. Drake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. where I'll call it. Canadian, <laughs> <laughs> Canadian melodrama, baby. I guess I'll hit hey, the man. Dusty Road. I know you got to go, John, but you, you brought up something earlier about going on road trips without cell phones. Like, I kind of miss the days where you can kind of get away with oh damn man i've been trying to talk to you and where were you at like oh man i had to leave my my phone at home to charge like right know. right yeah <laughs> that old trick yeah, when you yeah. don't want to talk to nobody like oh man I, my anytime I minutes knew, i ran out bro i i had a friend who would purposely leave his phone and write letters to his wife that's what huh. he would do when they when we go on deployments that's he beautiful like the room the romanticism of being able to write these letters and get the different stamps from the different places that we were visiting and he would write the like a mass of letters and send it to her via mail that's different and that is yeah pretty awesome that's awesome i'm, I'm in just a scumbag like me just i don't want to be bothered. oh i don't want to be bothered <laughs> oh damn man not, got no signal yeah. or you can kind of yeah. do that but not as yeah it's not as easy as it is today. I went to the dude it depends on where you're at I went to the lake for 4th of July and I had no signal and had we not found our friends that we were supposed to be out there with we would still be out at the lake back in the day <laughs> that's like, how bad it was back in the day if you go if you want to meet somebody at the mall and like if you guys didn't synchronize your time like yeah you'd be like alright man I'll meet you at this place in 30 minutes and if you weren't there like <laughs> what would you do like your friend I guess will call you, you on a payphone and call your home and talk to your mom and be yeah. like yo we're so and so I told him we were going to meet here it's like yeah you were just asked out yeah um, man you you screwed dude like there's no way I miss those days cause I remember going out to Fairlane Mall yeah and Dearborn yeah man yeah in Dearborn, and you would, if you didn't have a phone, and you were supposed to meet your your yep. friends out there, and you have to go looking for them because they would wait for you for about 15, 20 minutes. Oh, I love a good search. They were gone. Yeah, and then your parent is like, "I can't leave you here like this." So then you got to end up walking with them trying to find your friends. That and, becomes and a road you, trip in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The American Mall. Is really starting to fall apart because you know, then uh, that's another well, not starting, but it is because of all this online shopping and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So, I mean, that's an episode within itself because I remember going to the mall and having a marvelous time. Like, it was just, <laughs> I can see young John's just looking everywhere and be like, I'm having a marvelous time here. <laughs> orange Julius, man. You having like an Orange Julius or Cinnabon? And, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, man. Now you have these knockoff places. You have all these knockoff places that are in there now, like D's Nuts and fucking yeah. 
What? Uh, not Cinnabon, but Cinnaban or something like that. Cinna, Cinnaman. 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 What the fuck and is Cinnaman? I don't know. Just this random shit. Like Five Below is in a, a mall that I used to go to all the time. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is, you know, like it's. Yeah, why is Five Below there? That doesn't I, make any sense. I have no idea. They're dick sporting goods. Oh, yeah. And That's well, always been. Those here. don't. No, they don't belong in malls. Dick's no, no, no. Five Below is more of a standalone. Yeah, that's uh, like an outlet one of those outlet mall or something. Yeah. Well, well, you have Somerset outlet mall. Yeah. Somerset, I think, is still pretty like the quintessential mall in Michigan. That's like still has that mall feeling. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I can but see that. There's less and less people there. Is like I, I worked at the Urban Outfitters there, and it, you get so much fucking traffic. But now. Yeah. That mall's too rich for my blood. That's a store that's not going nowhere either. Urban Outfitters, I got some stories about that store. Like, they're not going anywhere. They are very popular with young adults. I mean, I've bought shirts from there. They, they're they not going anywhere. Why? What, what demographic are they tapping into? 20s up to, like... Oh, like me. Late 30s. Yeah. No, we're late we're 30s. oh late thirties. Okay, I was gonna say oh that, that, those, those people. We are yeah. if you're 30s. forty and you're shopping at Urban Outfitter, there's we need to talk about some things. <laughs> I like where do you yeah. where, at, so 40, 40 at forty? Forty, you gotta part. yeah. At forty, you gotta kind of find your fashion elsewhere. Yeah, you, you gotta know, go to like, LL Bean. That's where you yeah. gotta go. <laughs> forty, I'm like I look at. GQ style guides at that point, because then you can kind of. I can't find afford that the, shit. Yeah, I, I look at. Oh, like, you can go uh, on YouTube and do that. Yeah, you I, can I go to Target and Massimo or something. Oh, uh, Target, yeah, Target, <laughs> Target, yeah. You could definitely do that. Hey guys, if you like to see us in the flesh, we have video highlights of our episodes we release on every Wednesday before the new episode that comes out Friday. As always, you can catch this podcast on any major platform you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to rate us five stars and comment on how you're liking the show. After school special podcast. It's this lady and she's like, hi, welcome to my vagina. After school special podcast. What robot pet starts out speaking a unique language, but eventually speaks English? Gloopy? The fuck is a gloopy? Podcast comes out every Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 So his shit was Easy Rider, which, like I said, <laughs> I've never seen that shit. And you've cheated. Went for Lord of the Rings. Lord asshole. of the Rings. Uh, the quintessential. Well, I could have gone with Charlton Heston <laughs> in The Ten Commandments. Ooh, that is a good road trip. Yep. It is a good road trip, and it doesn't show the full road trip, though, right? The 40 years, it doesn't go over oh, the whole them 40 years. wandering around in circles. A little bit, and then just Moses being like a fucking dick because, like, Aaron's oh. over there getting fucking, getting ass, and they're, you know, like, everyone's just like, and then Moses comes down and is like, hey, he's got to be the buzzkill with the fucking, you know, the big stones was like hey god's got you know he wants you to stop being a fucking whore you stupid bitch he came down uh, with his big stones yeah he came down with his big stones and you think they booed ruined him? the fucking party you think they booed him when he like came down and like start delivering delivering no the rules? probably oh, not because he probably yeah, come on said, 
Eh, no, I, I doubt that. It was probably just like a couple guys like, man, fucking ass. It's just like passive aggressive bullshit. I don't even think passive aggression. Okay, they they witnessed these miracles. They went through the water. He parted it. And then 40 years passed. So you have to think a whole generation didn't witness that, didn't know anything about it. And then you got this guy that they said did this. So the younger generation probably were like, who the fuck fuck is this? Yeah, anyways. Okay. So it's just us, Don. John is gone. Yeah. You know, we'll see him next time. We'll see him yeah, he's not gone, gone. Yeah, so, you know, road trips. Well, I might as well talk about the road trip I took, ladies and gents, when I was little. Uh, <coughs> probably right around. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, <coughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just had a really rough day, and I need to fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> weed every day. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Zoning back in. All right. <laughs> Anywho, talking about the, the time we went to Vegas. So it was about 11. Uh, yeah. No, I was 11. We were going on a trip for four days. Doesn't take four days to get to Vegas. Takes maybe like if you're driving straight through, you could probably get there almost in a day and a half. But we decided to take the long way. We are going down. We have our snacks, bubblegum, candy, everything. Everyone's listening to their own music. Okay, so we're starting off. We're going through Iowa. We hear a siren go off and the sky is green. So what do we do? We keep driving to get to a hotel. We don't stop for bathroom breaks. We don't stop for anything. And what do we have? We have a bubblegum container. Uh-oh. So all of us, because we were so afraid, had to pee constantly and we were full of surge or you know rc cola or whatever we were drinking in that time no and we were just pissing all of us just moving around the pee bucket the entire time in a fucking red astro van i think it was my dad my dad was driving then did he pass the bucket to the back like here pissing this yeah more or less i was like i really gotta go to the bathroom and we're in Iowa, and we decide to stop at a Holiday Inn. And what does this Holiday Inn have? A pool. And we swam and swam while a tornado tore up half the town we were in. My parents didn't know what to do. More or less, we went in there, and as far as we knew, it wasn't coming our direction. So they allowed us to stay in the pool. No one came and got us. And literally, we woke up the next day and we had to like, luckily, we were going the other way, but it had taken out half the area that we were in. It was big. Christ. So we continue to drive and we're driving and we're driving. We go through Nebraska. Normally, this is where I would tell part of the story, but there literally was only corn in Nebraska. That's all that comes out of Nebraska, corn and well, John would be happy about this corn and pedophilia rings. Oh boy! So, and then we're driving, and then we get to the four corner, which everyone is like, "What? What is the four corners? Do you know what the four corners are?" Yeah, when like four states meet at the yep. certain border or something. Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado. So you can kill somebody in all four states at the same time. Why did? Yeah, actually, why did my if brain you go, go there? 
if Sorry. you go into the spot and you're standing like right in the center, yeah, no, 100%. I've thought about it. And and then, you know, you do boom, boom, and then boom, boom. You have four different desks and four different precincts. Unless the National Park has its own jurisdiction. Now, mind you, I do not know if this is a national park and has its own jurisdiction because there were gypsies there. Well, no, that's a derogatory term. There were that is? travelers, I guess. I don't know. I still use the term. Someone, I think uh, I think John told me that you're not supposed to use that anymore. Um, and and they were peddling turquoise rings and everything like that. So I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case. There was some fucking dude with a hairnet on, like making. No, it's not Indian tacos. What the fuck is it? Because it's not the Indian is not that doesn't make sense. They were making corn. I can't <laughs> fucking remember what the hell it's called. It's a, a Native American taco is what the guy was making. And then probably selling corn. Colorado, probably. honestly, one of the most it was just so beautiful there. And we were going through like okay, so just to backpedal, we're going through the Rockies to get to the four corners and whatnot, and then going to Vegas. Because that's where we ended up going. And then going through Colorado, though, I remember specifically it was like Eric, his older brother, starts wanting to change what's on the radio. And then his mother says, no, we're not going to do that. Tyler wants to listen to this. And I believe the song was Thunder Road by Garth Brooks. Oh, I love that song. How does it go? Oh, fuck. I (laughs) <laughs> well, no, no. Um, uh, what is it? It's the other one. I got friends in low places yeah. where the whiskey hurt and the beer chases my blues away. Who controls the radio? And I'll be okay. Who controls uh, the radio during a road trip? It's usually the parents, um, right? Everyone, usually the parents. But what my mom did, she, it was democracy. Like we would all kind of vote on the song. The mm-hmm. one person would choose. We would all vote, and we all voted for Garth Brooks. And then my <laughs> older brother, Eric, was just like, I fucking hate all of you. Just started, like, screaming and fucking yelling at the fact, like, he, he didn't get to listen to Stone Temple Pilots or something. Fuck like yeah. That. Hey, my brother introduced me to some good music. That was the one thing I, I never understood why he blew up on that. And that trip was the trip where I learned to swim. My dad just threw me in there. That was it. Sink or swim. I mean, sink or swim. I never experienced that. I didn't really have a lot of road trip experience as a kid because my mom was working too much. Like I, I vaguely recall going to a camp when I was a kid. I vaguely recall maybe traveling to Chicago, but Cedar Point was about the extent, and Belleau was about the extent of road trips, true road trips. But I didn't really start doing road trips until I was in college, pretty much. I've done road trips pretty much my whole life, at least one every year, except for this year, inflation. So just to end my trip real quick, we're going through Colorado, and he freaks out uh, over Garth Brooks' song. I learned how to swim later that day. And as we're driving into Vegas, young Aaron, very, very young Aaron, finds love. For the very first time in a, it was a vacation Bible school. What I remember is vacation Bible school. They, when they get you, like when, when the Jeebus people get you, (laughs) they get you for the whole year, not just Sundays. Oh yeah. You're committed, buddy. 
yeah so i am no longer a part of that cult anywho yeah love was in the air and whatnot and jesus jeebus christy you know he was all you know in between us do you ever do that at dances ever anyone ever tell you like you had to like hold your date a certain amount of like oh like inches or feet the, the and, six inch rule wasn't even six inches it was enough where jesus could be in between you well, how would you know as a kid how big was Jesus and like the proportion of him? Like you just have to imagine how he might look between you. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, I never a little heard bit, of that one. I don't know. You figure back then Jesus was probably pretty slender. What was his diet compared to fish us? and rice? Uh, no, 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 not rice. Uh, fish and bread. Fish and bread. Huh. No he, right. I don't. I don't so think low carb rice. diet. It wouldn't be low carb. It would be Mediterranean, I think. Oh, but they still put the oil on the bread, though, right? No, that's Boca de Peppa. So I'm thinking like Olga's or something. Like he wasn't eating at Olga's. He wasn't eating at Olga's and or getting Coney one of those Island. creamsicle smoothie things that are Jesus so fucking good. <laughs> so if if I mean Jesus was walking among, oh, maybe he is right now. Where would he eat? Sorry, this is a wormhole. Okay, where would Jesus eat? Ooh, Chick that's a, that's a, I'm what? <laughs> Chick Fil A. Really? He would stand, or no? He would part the lines, those long lines, and I don't know. You think Jesus would? No, be a, it's because he would be a line cutter. I don't okay, think he would if, do that. All right, let's get away from I'm this. I'm omnipotent, <laughs> bitch. Let's get away from this. I don't know why I did that. I know why I did that. I'm not even high. So you felt Sorry. the Holy Spirit at Spirit? Jesus, at Jesus camp. Yeah, yeah, it, that, that was such a fucking. It was really, really weird. You go to a vacation Bible school, you you know absolutely no one, and you're hanging out with all these people. That that was when we were at Vegas, and then the the trip itself is always really awesome. I always remember having a great time. I learned how to swear that year in the the yeah. Bible camp. Not oh. at the Bible camp, but oh, when I was we going to say, Vegas, of course you did. My uh. My uncle Matt, who was a, a big part of my life, taught me to swear. He also proceeded to fart on our heads Aww. constantly. And every time he'd walk by, he'd fart on us. And he Aww. also squeezed my little brother. I won't say which one it is. He squeezed my little brother until he shit his pants. Aww, uncle Matt. Matt? <laughs> uncle Matt. Uncle Matthew. Means, he means a lot to me. Did he go um, on the road trips with you guys? No, he did not. He had to work. I think he was working at a casino at the time. My grandmother would go when we would go to Disneyland. Like we would do all the California shit. We would drive there literally in what looks like something out of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Just complete and utter desert. Yeah. And it was so fucking cool. And then stopping in these like little towns and had this specifically this one diner. Kind of everything had this like light green feel to it. And then flowery chairs, old wood, almost like basket weave dining tables. You remember those? Like there was a glass on top. Oh, yeah. And yes. pink, pink outfit that the waitress had and would come up and like they had a little spot for pie. And you would see all these like classic cars out there. I don't even remember what it's called. I don't even know if it's fucking open. But that we would always stop at this restaurant and I would always get an omelet. Eggs or bacon. I don't on, know. On I don't, the way I don't think I was at an, an on the way to the yet. destination, you would stop there. 
Yes. Those are the best times when you're on the way to it and you stop at a like a, a kick ass hole in the wall or on the way diner and even though you can't wait to get where you gotta go, it's like hell yeah. It's almost like the food is like alien to you, even though it's the most basic things that you probably eat at home anyway, but it just tastes better because of the experience. My whole thing with the food aspect and I would always get pissed like, well, John's dad made all the snacks and whatnot. I would always get pissed when my dad made snacks or tried to pack that shit because I'm like, I want to eat on the road. <laughs> that anytime I go on any trip, I don't want to eat at a fucking Applebee's or a TJI Fridays or fucking Logan's Roadhouse Ruby Tuesdays, you know, fucking microwave your meal type of shit. I don't want Cadoba. I don't want McDonald's. You want I the want local a, stuff. I want local. I yeah. want like where the farmers go to hang out. Jesus. Where the old, probably racist. No, never mind. Take that. I don't want to say I want to hang out with like. I mean, at least you can sit at the table or the. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm kind of tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are but you still is... growing that beer for the 500 subscribers? Oh, dude. Yeah. It's still yeah. going, man. You got your hockey beer going. going on. It's nice. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't really go on vacation trips like that. We were too poor. My mom, when she was younger, she was doing plays and she would travel all over. But by the time I got there, yeah, man, I went to camp. But I didn't go to church camp, but I remember going to camp once. And that was like a whole nother world, being in the woods, being with other kids, uh, and it's an awesome experience. It is. The one time I went and I told my mom I would never want to go again. I wanted to go. And I was like, I didn't like changing in front of people at that time. Oh. I just didn't like doing it. You did know, you I stay in a cabinet with other people, uh, kids too? Like I did. Yeah. Well, the thing was, is that you had to put on like a bathing suit. Mm. And so there's this like open area where the fucking supervisor, dipshit, pimply teenager is standing outside and then there's another fucking fat dude that's kind of creepily like looking at all the young boys that are hanging out there. And then I had too much shame to change in front of people. So I would try Which is to surprising like surprising for you. I don't imagine you on, having any shame at all. Eh, I like to talk. That's the thing. That's why I like doing this because I get to just talk about random ass shit and get shit off my chest. Back in just college, I would go back and forth between Detroit and Ohio. Now, that was a road trip. It was a three-hour drive, and I would see things that I would never, I would have never have seen in Detroit, like fucking the haystacks and the Amish people. I always traveled at my thin girlfriend's town, a little town. I'm not going to say it, but you can go around the town, I think, within 10 minutes. It was just that small, but it only had one black guy in the town. His name was Earl. And I would beg my then girlfriend to go see the only black man in town. And and I would tell him he's not the only one anymore. And we would hug. <laughs> but that was my road trip. It's like, I remember it was such a big deal because it was like, it, it was an adventure looking back on it. And she would drive because I was definitely afraid of driving into Ohio because I, was, I wasn't a good driver back then. Or at least I didn't have the confidence because she was going through back roads, dirt roads, shit that I would never do in Detroit. But I was a dick because I would control the radio. So anything that was being played, it was my music. But I'll always remember doing that. She would 
come to Detroit, pick me up. <laughs> so she would take a three hour drive to pick me up and then the three hour drive back to her place in Ohio. And all the while, you know, I'm, I'm just the DJ and it'll be dark sometimes. It was, yeah, those, those were good times. Those were fucking good times. Just looking out the window and in Detroit, nobody, I mean, we got a lot of Michigan people who listen to this podcast. So they know, they know as soon as you get into Ohio, those roads are just buttery smooth as much as, oh I, yeah, ooh, buttery. As much as I talk crap about Ohio and Canada, man. It's nothing like having some nice ass roads. And I always remember the roads. I always remember stopping to get something to eat and just playing my music. That was just a big fucking deal to me. But road trips. Yeah. Well, what if COVID happens again? It kind of reminded me of that movie, The Mist, based off the Stephen King novel when the mist descends on this one town. And uh, <gasps> I was going to say, you said that that was like COVID. I remember waking up and of. having to go to work. Because my shit didn't stop. My job didn't stop. That's, not one I owed. Man, that's tense. And then I turned out and it had never been so quiet. Silence. I was the only person out on the road on 8 Mile driving to my job at like 530 in the morning. Road trip. No, that's not a road trip. That's just driving to hell. <laughs> road trip. <laughs> <laughs> road trip. <laughs> I wonder if our Here, audience... I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the McDonald's down the street. Road trip. <laughs> In the pandemic, that was like a road trip because nobody was going anywhere. I wonder, oh, okay. That's that right. had to be an easy time to go on road trips. Like during that time, like if you would have just gotten a car. Wax. Well, I know they set curfews around that time, but can you imagine going on a road trip during that time? That had to be so easy to go from state to state with no traffic. Shit. Come on, another pandemic. I don't know. Let's go. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Didn't they like limit? And and weren't there like oh, cops out? Kind of. I didn't see it. I heard it on the news that they were doing curfews and they were. I don't know how they were legislating state to state travel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people I were guess. getting stopped. And it was like fucking what two years ago, and we can't remember that shit. Brain fog because of the yeah. Rona. Brain fog. That uh, yeah, that or alcohol and weed. Alzheimer. Oh, and age, uh, yeah. age, alcohol, <laughs> weed, gender, and probably our race. Wait, what? What is all that? <laughs> oh, genetics. You know what I mean? Oh. Passed yeah. down. It was just so so much simpler as a child because you had things chosen for you. And if you like certain things, yeah, your parents will get you that. But you didn't have a care in the world if you felt safe. A lot of people didn't feel safe in their homes. A lot of people didn't have the opportunities to have road trips, to even have a vacation. I look now at like what my kids have. Yeah, I've been able to take them on vacation here and there. I can't do it this year. Can't do a road trip or anything like that. I really want to. But I see kids here that like I feel blessed that I was able to go on road trips because kids in my district or where my kids go, you know, a lot of these kids, their parents in bless these parents they get them up they know they can't you know afford certain things money's tight so they take their kids to the school to get breakfast and then they'll come back for lunch and the school is providing for this and this is also i think is something that is technically being cut from public schools the the free lunches and whatnot by the uh, biden administration which is yeah good job guys do that and then 
fuel your uh, war machine. I don't know if that is actually true. I should probably <laughs> Allegedly. look that. I should probably look that up. But no, it's. I feel blessed to have had these memories. Like going through when we were coming back from Vegas, we were doing all this stuff. We got a flat tire in fucking mm. Arizona. And we're driving back into Colorado and we stop at this, like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's a bog, but it was like a pool in the the Rockies. And it was like, it had a weird smell to it. You know, it's it literally smelled like shit. But it's because of, I think it's the sulfur in the actual water. It was like a sulfur bath or something, something weird like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. But I, I remember that. I remember probably as a child being one of the happiest times in my life. We're driving back. We're almost home. You get that feeling, that sadness, like this is over. Yeah. You know, we're never going to be able to do this again. It like a literal heartbreak. You could feel your heart breaking because of this great time. You had this road trip, the vacation, the road trip back. And then two months later, my parents get divorced. Not even kidding. I think maybe that's why I bring it up so much. We make fun of you, primarily me, but no, that, oh, I am that's tough. A, that's a monumental thing to have happen to a kid, especially it seems like in your case, you were unaware of that impending thing was going to happen. And sounds like your childhood was relatively safe until that happened. And everything yeah. was just all up in the air. Yeah, it all went to shit. But, you know, Road my mom, trips. strong, strong woman. Yeah. Took us, still took us to Vegas as much as she could. She spent a lot of money and put herself into debt to take care of us. Probably should have skipped a lot of those trips to Olive Garden, but still, I love you, mom. This is for you. Road trips. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so your movie was Lord of the Rings? Yep. Legend tells of a ring created by an ancient evil that gave its wearer the power to enslave the world. Believed lost for centuries. It has now been found. Are you frightened? Yes. Not nearly frightened enough. Okay, I love Fellowship. That is probably... Everyone loves Return of the King. Whatnot. I love Fellowship because you get a look at the Shire. I like Fellowship. the second one the best. The second one? You like Two Towers? Yeah, I like Two Towers. That was very good, too. A lot more I action. I love them all the same. But the whole road trip, you know, like Bilbo leaves and Samwise follows two best friends and they got Mary and Pippin, you know, stealing from Farmer Maggot's crop. They get going and they meet these two big hooded black guys. <laughs> <laughs> After school special, we have fun here. <laughs> the Nazgul. Nazgul's looking for him and well, I'm 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 not going to explain the whole thing. Yeah. But they uh scuttle around, you know, Sam and and and, and Frodo scuttle and uh, Scapper and Skip and Tralala over to Mount which Doom character and throw is the you? ring in there. In the, which one? Yeah, in this I? whole journey. Because I imagine it seemed like you were the kind of kid that said the cliche after a long, long, long ride in the car. Are we there yet? 
were you that kid? Are we there yet? Before no, we I was the, the one that would fucking kick that kid's ass. Yeah, I don't. Like that was that. my brother that yeah. said it. Fucking knock him right in his teeth. Were you the kind of kid that had to pee every two minutes? I had to pee a lot. I have a very uh, overactive bladder, and I think I have abnormally small kidneys. Ooh. So, yeah. No, that, that was just a joke. I don't actually have no small kidneys. <laughs> just for that. any, you know, organ, what is it, traffickers out there that need some fresh pair of kidneys. Which character did you identify with in this movie, in the journey? Was it Frodo? I like a Frodo guy. No, I appreciate that. Very steadfast. You, He's you all give about me the mission. More, I, I was going to say uh, a little bit. You give me a little more credit than I sh- probably should be getting. I would probably be a Boromir, but... I would hope that I'd be a Gandalf. Boromir, which he was the one that tried to take the ring and was weak. He was a weak human. <laughs> but not Gollum. Gollum. See, I would be Gollum. Like, all right. Okay. You know, the whole time, like the dude had a loincloth on. They were looking at his balls. They had to have seen his balls, even if they were small, maybe probably his butthole a couple times. You don't think doesn't look like big he's got balls? Just because of the age and like how, you know, it might have melted off. It might have melted off. I don't oh, know. No. With how old he is, the, you don't use it long enough. It probably just kind of, I don't know, fell and just like kind of went away. Like I, I don't know, a dust bunny on a table just blow. But as you get older, your balls hang lower. Yeah, gravity. Yep, gravity. And then gravity probably finally took it, where it was held on by like a little rubber band type thing, and then it just popped, and then... So you were the kind of guy that loved the journey to the destination, but not not necessarily (laughs) the destination as much? I love the journey. Yeah, I like the The journey. journey. And you know what? Holy shit. Yeah. In my background, I chose Rain Man with Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman, but now that I talk to you... You know what? I want to change it. I think Terminator 2 speaks to me more. Same make. Same model. New mission. Once, he was programmed to destroy the future. I don't know what it's like to try to kill one of these things. Now, his mission... Get down! is to protect it. Come with me if you want to live. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. This time, he's back. For good. Trust me. Once he gets... (laughs) Once he gets the kid, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, the Terminator who wanted to kill him in the first movie. Once he gets John Connor and then subsequently gets his mother, Sarah Connor, they kind of go on a brief but exciting road trip where they're getting tracked by the liquid Terminator. A T-1000. T-1 motherfucking thousand. But I don't know. I've always looked at that little brief little road trip. That, that looked fucking fun, man. Even though they were getting chased, it was like a road trip. They would go from... Los Angeles to like Arizona and then they're I don't know. I always I always looked at that like that'd be cool because he got this little not little, but he got Terminator protecting him. I think that's what it was. The safety 
the childlike safety or feeling safe when you go on these trips because you're not worried about money. You're not worried about somebody's out to get you or you're not worried about falling asleep at the wheel when you drive. Wait, do you think someone's out to get you? <laughs> Always. I'm black. But <laughs> as a kid, I didn't. When you would go on these trips, even though I didn't go on as many as you guys did, I felt safe. I wasn't worried if my mom or whoever was driving like, damn, I wonder if they, they had a bad day today. Are they tired? Do we have enough gas money? I didn't worry about any of that. So I miss mm-hmm. that on road trips is not only the journey, but the destination, thinking of all the things I was going to do when I got there, whether it was Cedar Point, whether it was camp, whether it was later on, even Ohio, even as a young adult, I missed the idea of safety. Like I can just enjoy the ride. But Terminator 2, even though John Connor was running for his life, he still had this big Terminator protecting him and all intents and purposes was a father to him the father he never had so i like that it was a buddy buddy film but it was also a coming of age film in a lot of yep. ways well there's a lot of movies road trip movies like terminator you have logan like that's technically isn't logan a road trip movie yeah it is it is that's a good one we should have picked yeah because he's almost like the terminator in that storyline mm-hmm. except he has more lines but Let's think of another one real quick that is similar. Saving Private Ryan? Mm, no. Nah. Well, that... They do travel. That is a road trip. Yeah, that is a road trip. All across all across yeah. Germany. I yeah. Think. Was it Germany? Yeah. They're, they're at D-Day. Whoever hasn't seen Saving Private Ryan. And then they have to go on this... Uh, who doesn't know about... Oh, wait, no. Never mind. Every red say, who doesn't know American. U.S. history? Yeah, <laughs> U.S. history. <laughs> who, who who didn't know about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks' heroic journey. Uh, the Orleans. bosom buddy, Tom Hanks, <laughs> and a young Matt Damon. Yeah, but they go on a journey to save Private Ryan, of course, because his two or three other brothers got killed in the war. Anyway, Terminator. <laughs> That's my road trip movie. Terminator. I love I love the journey. Um, I love the idea they're trying to escape, but it, a lot of cool things happen. Like John Connor teaches the Terminator how to swear. Oh shit! Another Sonic. That's another one. Yeah, a movie. new one with Jim Carrey and. Nope, nope. The first one. They're driving. Yeah. To go to San Diego or something. Oh wait, no, that's Jim not. Jim Carrey's in the movie, right? Well, yeah, yeah. He plays Eggman, Doctor yeah. Rob. It's fucking Bosnick. awesome. What else? Plane, trains, and automobiles. I think you're right. To kind of branch off what you said, let's get deep here. Let's yeah. get deep. Okay. Lest we forget Chevy Chase in National Lampoon. That's the yep. obvious one. And then, yeah, that's the one that we all know about. The custom. This is not a test. We'll return after these messages. And now let's make that random call with today's $10,000 question. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? Hello? Hello for $10,000. Oh, sh- Excuse me? I'm Oh, I'm sorry. Your time is up. Got milk. Darnell had a way with women. I love you. 
And his mama had a way with words. I did not raise you to be a gigolo. But he just wouldn't listen. You said you loved me. No, you, you can't say that. Until it was too late. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. I'm caught up in a real life fatal attraction. A thin line between love and hate. You can't hit a woman, but I can. Come on, push my head, battle. Rated R starts Wednesday, April 3rd. Now, back to our story. To branch off what you said, the, the feeling of safety, I think that's why road trips are so important. Also, just to be able to travel distance in general. I, I don't think we're people that think we're migrators in a sense. We're no different than animals. You know, we do have other thoughts and whatnot and creation of religion and purposeful and opinionated thought. But that feeling of safety as a child, we lose that as adults. You, you know, we don't feel safe because we don't have that bigger person next to us you know that's like making sure letting us know you know everything's going to be okay and whatnot so and in the back of your mind when you go back home you know oh now i gotta go back to work now i gotta go back to my nine to five job that i probably why can't i fucking stay in fucking orlando and learn how to surf with my instructor sheila like what the fuck Sheila is do. the best. Sheila's a 65-year-old. Well, she lives in an old folks community. But she's and, ripped. Uh, but her, yeah, she's for her age, yeah. That's just swimming that. I mean, a lot of the sci-fi movies <laughs> are road trip movies like Star Trek and Yeah. Star it's Wars. Uh, oh, oh, real quick. Well, just to keep going with that, like we don't have that big person with us anymore. So there's the road trips are more like quick instead of like thinking about and getting ready, you know, like having those thoughts and feelings beforehand. You're thinking cash, you're thinking restaurants, you're thinking hotels. And then for a second, you get to chill out. When your kids are younger, it's not a vacation. No. Okay. You're going to a different place and you're eating, you know, maybe some different food but then also you have kids that are love to get into different shit and is there any point of going on road trips with little 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 babies like what's the point there isn't like we went to maine and the kids were brent was a baby yeah it was so fucking dumb it's like (laughs) well we should do it for the i'm sorry it was the dumbest thing ever but the trip was awesome. Like, I love the drive. The drive was one of the best drives. See, you enjoyed the journey. And you also hit on a thing that I wanted to talk about was when you go on these journeys and you see new things and you meet new people and you befriend people. I remember as a kid, this is before cell phones, when you made friends for like a summer with these new people, it was so heartbreaking because then you got to go back to your respective homes. And it was like, damn, man, I'm never going to see this person again. We would like make friendship bracelets. I remember I did at a camp and we would just give it to each other. And we're like, all right, man, you got my number. I got your number. And then sometimes we would say, oh, I'll write you like a pen pal type of thing. Well, you, you never yeah. fucking did that. Or at least I didn't. I remember we did that. It was for seventh grade and we went to this camp for like winter and there were a bunch of other schools that went to this camp and we didn't make friendship bracelets we we started a camp gang and that's where the whole whole gang the whole gang thing started there like we started at bible camp buttoning our top buttons this wasn't bible camp this was well through our school (laughs) i was hoping it was yeah 
Oh, we because I, I had seen that summer. I had seen Blood In, Blood Out. I've mentioned this movie. Man, many that times. had a big <laughs> impact on you. It did. It, it was fuck because I saw it when I was like eleven, I think. And just at seen that all time fucking... when we were kids, because I know later on kids did this. They had those. They just started doing those portable TVs. Did you have one of those on these road trips? This is before cell phones. This is before iPads. But they started doing those portable TVs where you can um like a screen. And you can put like a, a DVD in it and you can watch it. You remember those? No. Well, keep talking about what you're talking about and I'll show you on the screen share. But we were doing a gang and that I wasn't no punk ass bitch making fucking <laughs> friendship breaks. Fuck you, man. <laughs> we were kids. 18. Uh, you were 18. <laughs> I hope you call me one day. <laughs> Man, it was heartbreaking. Like, you shared this incredible experience. And it seemed like the summer just went on forever back then. Like, a summer almost felt like a year in those days. That's just how much, you know, you enjoyed it. It just... Yeah. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually, if something's terrible, it just seems like it takes a long time. But back then, those summers seemed like six months instead of only like two and a half months. Yeah. But no friendship bracelets for you, huh? No, even as a kid, I had my own group of friends and I am extremely loyal to my friends. You do me wrong and then that's it. I'm done with you. So I didn't really meet a lot of people. I just stayed really with my family. And I remember if someone fucked with me or Tyler, we would be right by each other's side and start swinging. So oh, wow. that, yeah, that was kind of um, the, what the fuck? You never yeah, had one of these? It is. I never had one. They look dumb as shit. <laughs> but back then, that was like... You could hook it up to your like actual TV because it acted as like a uh, just a DVD player as well. But yeah, no. Well, my no, mom, you would bring it something on... my mom would buy. I, th- I don't know if you had a... Ch- I never had one of those. I've seen other kids have it. We had the van with the TV in the oh, console. Okay, now we're on a whole nother journey because if you had a parent that had one of those vans that was like luxury vans you go in there it was like furniture in the van and they had those they just started putting tvs in the headrests back no, in the no early TV, 2000s no tv headrest oh the this big one that was in the middle that was in the middle usually yes. on the floor or it could be up on top the but ceiling. Usually it was on the yes floor. so we had one of those but it was on the floor yeah, it was more or less like furniture back there. The one that we took the road trip in was just a red Astro van, like the shittiest fucking van. <laughs> it wasn't shitty for the time. No, but no, I just remember I remember that. And then we moved to the, the bigger one. And that was kind of I don't know. Do if, they still make luxury sure. vans like that? Like that? Like, yeah, road trip ready where they got the uh, TV. No, you know, someone gets a big van, like an industrial van or like a yeah. Uh, construction and then they turn it they put a bed in there they put a sink and like all that shit oh that's the new luxury van because no one wants a van no one wants a van even like people that have kids they don't want a van so that's outdated yeah you come to think of it yeah i don't see any vans anymore at least around here i don't despite having the kids because those are probably gas guzzlers i I would imagine maybe not good for the environment you really just see those nice suvs now with the pictures of the family on the back windshield not really exciting i like those big massive a fucking target i think we've said that before yeah just we like have damn target 
just a fucking target, man. <laughs> you go there and be like, okay, well, now I know you have two dogs, too. And one of them looks pretty big, so I'm going to get a T-bone when I uh, enter your house. <laughs> and then they had those tinted windows where you couldn't see. Like, I remember for a brief moment, it was hip in Detroit for if you were a young guy, you would get one of those vans, put tinted windows on there, got the gold, gold rims on the van. Yeah, no, for real. For real, really? For real, Aaron. And inside the van, it was hooked up. They had like the TVs and the headrests. This is like early 2000s furniture, plush. And all they were doing was just riding around the city, especially Belle Lau. And just, you, you, you can imagine <laughs> young, young bulls going around looking for women and just, whoo. So it's more or less a. You want me to call it as I see it? Call it how it you sounds see it, like. Brother. That sounds like a fucking rape van. <laughs> hey, more on that guy. 30 years, huh? That's funny. Anyway, yeah, I mean, pretty much. It was not a rape van. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't in the damn vans. But that was back when women were impressed with men. Vans? Nice vans like that with the, the, the gold trim and the gold rims. 20 inch rims start coming out and then you have the spinners remember the spinners man 2000s back when um cash money started really getting big and they started making songs specifically for those type of cars dudes that drive vans (laughs) well it wasn't just specifically songs like oh here's my van well it wouldn't sound like that but you know (laughs) there was some i'm driving in my motherfucking navigator with the gold trim Um, that's my (laughs) impression but a navigator is more of a an SUV. Yeah, but remember, remember, it's, everything just started getting bigger and bigger. So it, was, it went from like a van to a navigator, and then a navigator went to an excursion vehicle, which is like a deluxe version of a navigator. And the Eddie Bauer navigators, oh man. But anyway, road it? trips, yeah. <laughs> road trips. Lots of different road trips, we realize. A lot of different road trip movies could be taken. as a, You could say The Green Mile is a road trip movie. And he walks down a road to an electric chair. It's an awful road trip. That or Jeepers Creepers, kind of a road trip movie. What about Hook? <laughs> he went to Neverland. Is that a road trip? No, that's not a road trip movie. That's just an adventure movie? Fantasy? Yeah. That's, yeah that's, not a road. That's just Hook. Because he flew there, so... He's not really on the road. He's in the sky. Yeah, but you're not having stops. Like, I think a road trip movie may be described as, you know, a journey that one or normally two people takes and that character arc within that movie of the main character from the trip as they're driving, the character changes. So, you know, a character arc, you know, a positive to a negative or a negative to a positive. Well, let me ask you something. If your movie doesn't have at least one time where one of the characters is not like stopping during the journey to have a potty break. Is it still considered a road trip movie? Because that's hmm. what you do in a road trip. You got to take a potty break. Like, yeah, I don't remember how I wouldn't even say it's not a potty break. It's a food break. Some or type even of a food break. break. You need to break okay. up the action. Yes. So yeah, food break. So Levin's bread, you know, uh, that's Lord of the Rings. They eat that or Gollum kills a, a fish. There's many breaks that happen within that. So, yes, that is a road trip movie. Tommy Boy is another one. That is a road trip movie. Now oh, they're going yeah. from city to city, and there's even a potty break in it. There's a food break in it as well. So road trip movies 
usually you see some type of change within whatever the main character is from either being alive or dead from a positive or negative or negative to a positive fear and loathing in las vegas yeah i would say that's more of a positive to a negative because he realizes well no he's you know he's in this drug adult state and he's happy then you know not completely happy uh hunter s but near the end he realizes that kind of life is shit is star wars a road trip movie too no indiana jones no strike two (laughs) indiana jones and the last crusade maybe mad max Oh, it's gotta you be. know what? I saw that. I saw that posted, and I don't agree. I don't they're agree on the that road. that is. Uh, the, the new one, the Fury Road one, they're literally on the road like 90% of that movie. But or- just because it says Fury Road doesn't mean it's a road trip. They're going to the bullet farm, and it's down the street. You like, think that was down the street? That, yeah. They took- the bullet farm, and then there's the what the gas farm and the, the food farm. They have different, they all call it fucking farms, quote. But they're going from place to place. I'd say Mad Max, Fury Road, and not really Thunderdome. Fury Road, absolutely. I Which I, till this day, I love that movie. Till this day. But. I don't know. I I keep saying the same thing over the journey. Life is a journey. And we talked about the music. It's essential. You got to have the road trip music the mixtapes everything that you collected during because in our case it was during the school year and we would collect this music and we will put it on on stereo during the road trip now if your parents were driving then you were kind of at the mercy they were the gatekeeper so you couldn't put anything that was salacious like you know gin and juice or rap yeah usually it would just be the radio at that time because we didn't have a cd player in our car it was a tape player so normally we would just whatever was on a radio and that was before my mom got into jeebus too hard because <laughs> i was gonna say so real quick you were saying every road trip and that's right that is true every road trip does need a soundtrack for me there were certain songs especially when driving at night I don't know if if you have one or can think of one. Oh, well, when we met each other in our early 20s, we both agreed that Radiohead is like the best fucking road trip music. Yep. And that's exactly what like pretty much any soundtrack music is great. I transitioned from just playing regular stuff I would listen throughout the year to when I got older, it was more soundtracky stuff. So I put on Radiohead, they're pretty soundtracky. They make soundtracks. I'll put on Jurassic Park soundtrack. I'll put on shit like Gladiator. I'll put on the fucking Gladiator soundtrack. <laughs> I'll still do that because it, man. sometimes I don't want to sing. I just want to set a scene. Like, man. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that. Like, uh, just instrumentals sometimes. Yeah, man. Yeah. And just hearing that, and you're creating your own soundtrack. My whole thing and like a lot of the Radiohead songs that like we would listen to, most of them didn't have a ton of words or you would just put it on slightly. You, this was just like road trips in my early 20s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was you still had that safety feeling or what you were talking about. It was you did not have like any issues whatsoever. Everything was just distant. You know, Portis Head was a, another banger for me. The artist Portis Head, they made soundtrack type of music. Even Bjork. I know this is going to sound strange, but I was a big Bjork fan at the time. I would play them. Pixies, off and on. But those are the ones that I can recall. Some of these movies that we picked, too, are kind of uh, in itself comfort films. So trying to gain back that 
safety that we once felt with our parents that if it was actually like real it was never real like say hypothetically if we were adults then than we are now and we didn't know these people we just need taller people like giants to make us feel safe again and like we're kids all over again <laughs> what were you saying safety safety you think it'll ever go back to that you think these no. kids nowadays feel safe I don't think, and I mentioned this to a couple people at work, I don't think our generation will ever feel safe. Say, hypothetically, if the same thing happened with our kids, I think our kids feel more safe. We don't because we saw 2,000 people die in an instant. And I keep going back to that. There's shared trauma, and that does some fucked up shit. Oh, I mean, it's trauma every day now, though. I mean, these kids are probably totally desensitized. Like... They're having oh, yeah. a 9-11 every day, for the most part. I think they're just like... And for everybody, it's just... That's just how it is now. It's, it's never going back in the jar. Like, the genie Shit is out the bottle. With, uh, with Facebook. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Oh, Zucks. He's the one that destroyed... Man, maybe it was Google. Maybe I miss MySpace. Oh, my Tom. Space. He sold when he should have. He did the right thing. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not criticizing the man. I just miss the space of MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. The simplicity I, I was... of it. I, I, make, I miss that. Even though Facebook is pretty outside of the fact that they're tracking everything that you do and think. And it's times where I just think of something. And I'll see it on my And phone. now they can use your data. Like if you delete your Facebook, they can still get back to that data. They have it. Oh yeah, they it's there. You know, it doesn't completely. It doesn't completely go away. So yeah, there's that. I think road trips in general are ruined because of the fucking internet. Yeah, I think joy has been sucked out of life because we can't get away from TikToking and you know Instagramming everything and whatnot. But you know, fuck it. Listen to our podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, we can be your escape. And if I had to do it over again. And have little kids running around. I probably wouldn't even have a cell phone. Or I would leave it off for majority of the trip. And they definitely wouldn't have a damn cell phone. That's for damn I can tell you right now. What you just said there is only partly true. Because within the first day, you're going to want to get your cell phone out. And then the third day, you don't give a shit anymore. It's like, I'm going to fucking... So what's going on? I need to escape (laughs) my vacation. So you say I'm pulling shit? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I need need to escape my vacation. Like, I don't... I. So, like, even when we were on vacation, I didn't... I rarely pulled my phone out. I was like you. I didn't really want to have anything to do with it. I wanted to be outside. We were in the UP near the Porcupine Mountains, and we were just hiking taking pictures now and then posing when we needed to because we knew that these were going to you know make sure everyone's going to remember us yeah in the porcupine mountains see that's Hate to break it to you we all die and we're all forgotten one day the last person that knows you will utter your name for the very last time and you will never be mentioned again road trips <laughs> then you go on the ultimate road trip or maybe you go nowhere nobody knows like I've said before matter cannot be created nor destroyed it goes somewhere our I mean, essence yeah. but 
for anyone that wants to be remembered. You will be forgotten. You will be forgotten. Well, this is After School Special Podcast. Another enjoyable episode. But look us up. We're on TikTok. I wish we were on MySpace, but unfortunately, there is no more MySpace. We're on Twitter, After School SPE3 on Twitter, After School Special Podcast.com. We got our own website. We're on Instagram. The whole point of this, we're on everything. Yes. Reach out to us. What was your ultimate mixtape? Your road trip mixtape? I think we might post that on Twitter. Like, what was your ultimate road trip mixtape? Because that was the fun of it, too. Not only fighting or having fun with your siblings who were in the backseat with you and you guys had these games. Like, we didn't even talk about the games that you would play, like uh, I Spy. I Spy was a game. We played also, what was that game where you have to, like, name like the different things in the alphabet like all right there was another game that we played where it's like the red car blue car and white car so you would pick which color it was and i would always pick the white car uh because there weren't too many red cars and blue cars what everyone doesn't know is that you know i picked the white car because i just i knew it was going to be the winner you can play that game too what was the other game along came handheld games like uh, Game Gear and things that probably only one of your siblings will have, so you will fight over that in the backseat. I think it was Game Gear. Game Gear for us. And Game Boy. Game Gear, Game Boy. Yeah. Game Gear, my brother had a bunch of games. And then growing up, the the Tiger games. Yes. I remember those ones. Yes. The little fucking But those took games. battery, so you wouldn't even get halfway through your road trip before you had to like change batteries. And I never either... Yeah, we. I never bought a spare battery uh, oh, pack. Oh, Calvin and Hobbes. I would. I would bring Calvin and Hobbes and Far Side books, and oh, I would, would read, read those. They're just like comic strips. Yeah. Oh, They're Goosebumps like, books definitely on road trips. At least for me, I had to have pictures. I, I'll be honest with you. I hated reading as a kid, and I just like the comic books. I love pictures. I'm, I'm probably autistic. I'm probably <laughs> autistic. You're putting yourself on the spectrum because <laughs> you like pictures. No, I mean, later on, I used to love reading because my mom was a teacher. So she put that, you know, in my DNA jacket where I wanted to read, 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 read until, you know, I started to get these handheld games and then I never looked back. But even later on, cell phones, they had cell phone games and I know people play that now and I don't know what really what kids do. They got the iPads now. They got hell. They can watch TV. Yeah, they have Kindle, iPads, whatever. I fi their in their cars now. Their parents just like boop 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 boop. Here you go. What's and then gets you know the, those fucking asshole parents that like don't talk to their kids or whatnot, and they just put them on there. And then as soon as they're done with the Kindles, they get on the phones. Like once they're able to get a phone, oh, it's just yeah. from the, from that to that. And here. At my house, my kids do not go on a Kindle. They have a half an hour of YouTube, and then they'll watch TV. We try to do something every weekend. But yeah, no, I don't. It, they want cell phones, and I'm like, no, Hell not no. getting you a cell phone. To branch off of that, how the fuck did they know where to go back in the day? They did, like our parents. Maps. Did they map everything? Just maps? That's fucking insane to me, man. <laughs> Bo, take out a fucking compass oh, and yeah. like... 
oh well we gotta go we're going this way it's just like, yeah but then we have like we have this shit where it's gps you just type in yeah you type it you type it in the gps and then it, it takes you off you're there within seconds. it even gives you like updates like live updates of like traffic areas high yeah, traffic areas yeah. or where cops are <clears throat> yeah, and the thing about it the gps started getting popular in the early 2000s mm-hmm. you mounted on the, the, the dashboard and you had yeah those big ass ones that you have to do or what my parents and i used to do is print out a map quest map with the directions which is scary to even think about now so you go in your computer print it off and then as you're driving, you have to kind of look down and look at the paper like, oh, shit, where am I going? Go left, go right. And Does MapQuest even exist anymore? Yeah. As a site? Yeah, I still use it. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? You don't use your phone? No. Well, for a while there. Well, I, dude, I didn't. I got a smartphone in 2017. That's right. You had the flip phone for a long time. Yeah. I, I held out until 2013. And I'm like, yeah, I hate technology. I hate it. But road trips, I think, is an anti-technology type of event where it's not about technology. It's about the experience. It's about the journey. And technology gets in the way a lot, a lot. So when you're on the open road, that's an opportunity to talk. That's an opportunity to sightsee. You take the scenic route instead of the regular route. You stop over at places you've never been before, not because you have to. It just looked like a place to stop. Yeah. So I don't think that's ever going to go away, especially in America. That's like our bread and butter as far as scenic spaces that you stop and you don't have to worry. I don't know. It's just it's things to love about America. There's a lot of beautiful things about it that I hope they don't ruin at least that. I don't think that's going to be ruined unless we just one day can't go outside of our homes for some reason like a pandemic or something like that or pollution in the air because of global warming and the uh, upcoming apocalypse because we gotta go to war with china or north korea or russia or we nuke them and we ruin the earth or aliens come down and abduct people and want to kill us because you know why not road trips road trips Hey everyone, it's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk about the road trip I took, ladies and gents, when I was little. Uh, <coughs> probably right around. Perfect. Um, <laughs> the uh, <coughs> Fuck. I'm so sorry. I just had a really rough day, and I need to fuck. Go for it. I'll go for it. My <laughs> so, air conditioner just started 